You're welcome to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Psalms. Sit back, relax, taking a breath of fresh psalms unto God. This episode is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 9. We will read multiple verses, but let's start from verse 18, 19, and 20, which says, While he speak these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead. But come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And behold, a woman, which was deceased, with an issue of blood twelve years, came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. Let's dive a bit into the healing ministry of Jesus. Matthew chapter 9 is one example of his back-to-back healings. First was the healing of the ruler's daughter. This was the healing that activated Jesus' movement that day, that moment. We see in verse 19 that it says, Jesus arose. We can safely say then that Jesus was probably sitting or resting with his disciples. Because just before this, we take note that he had just been explaining to John the Baptist's disciples why his own disciples don't fast as much as they did. And while he spoke to them, the ruler came. And he immediately arose and followed him. Did he finish explaining to John's disciples? That we don't know. But I think even Jesus had priorities. Now as he was on the way to the ruler's house, then came the woman with the issue of blood, who understood his power and knew that even his clothes were soaked in it. Or maybe she felt ashamed and just didn't want to disturb Jesus or have all attention on her. Jesus, however, noticed her. In the Luke version, which is Luke chapter 8, verse 45 to 46, Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody had touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Jesus cannot be taken by surprise. We also see Jesus' work here in verses 47 and 48, how he took away her introverted nature. Because the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and fell before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Basically, she gave her testimony in front of all the people. And because of Jesus, she was able to speak before all the people. This same woman who just moments earlier had blended in with the crowd now stood out and gave testimony and then he comforted her making her not to feel insignificant anymore. Now after healing her he did not forget where he was headed. He continued on to the rabbi's house and he raised his daughter. Verse 27 then says and when Jesus departed thence Two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. This was immediately after he left the ruler's house. No rest from raising the dead straight to healing the blind. Let's all remember that he was walking. No cars, no horses, just walking. And the blind men didn't let him rest either. Because verse 28 says, and when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, meaning that they walked all the way with Jesus, probably shouting too for him to notice them. 
but he was most likely testing their faith to see if they really wanted to be healed, which he also asked them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they said to him, Yeah, Lord. Next was a possessed man. Verse 32. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a dumb man possessed with a devil. Jesus immediately cast the devil out because he didn't have the time to waste asking it questions. He knew it had no business in the man and so he sent it away. Then verse 33. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb spake, and the multitudes marveled, saying, It was never so seen in Israel. Why did they marvel though? Maybe they marveled because he cast out the devil, or maybe because of the back-to-back miracles he had been doing. Continuing on to verse 35 and text says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. He continued on his journey, doing his work. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. They fainted. Why? Because they had been following Jesus, probably right from when the ruler first came to him. He knew that each of them had problems and didn't know what to do or where to go for help because they had no shepherd. Then in verses 37 and 38, he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, and he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Let's remember that during the time of Jesus, he was the only one doing miracles. There was no one else, unlike the times of today, when we have people who move from one healer to another. No, Jesus was the only one, which is why when he looked at the multitude and saw their needs, he knew that the vineyard needed more laborers, more who would help his work. He could heal them all, maybe all at once even. But let's remember these three things. That one, he was God in man's body. So although he still had his powers as God, he still got tired like man. I mean, earlier he had said that he felt virtue come out of him. Two, all sicknesses were not healed the same way. We see instances where he had to touch them, some where he had to speak to them, some where he had to tell them what they should do. So a mass healing where he probably just stands on a rock and shouts, be healed may not have been efficient, but then again, he's God, and anything is possible. He, three, he was the only one at that time who could do miracles. So going through thousands of people, healing them, touching them, would have been a bit tiring to the earthly body that he was in. But then again, he had one will that transcended even food and rest, and that was doing the will of the one who sent him. So there wasn't, and isn't, and never will be a time when he ever turns us away. Let's approach him like the ruler. Touch him like the woman with the issue of blood. Believe him like the blind man, and follow him like the multitude, because he will never abandon any of us. Amen. To all my near returning listeners, thank you for listening. 
as you're touched and refreshed, consider sharing to others to make sure they're refreshed too. I'm still your hostess, Grace James. Also remember to always take in a breath of fresh sounds. <laughs>